0: Oh, that was weak. Hold on. That's better. Well, folks, welcome to the Rambling Viking podcast. I want to get a better intro. For those of you who are listening, give me an idea for... I I like the burp, but, but the, my first phrase that I say, of welcome to... I don't know. I feel like there's something I can do there. Well... Today is uh, Saturday, and like I discussed earlier in the week, and um, I believe one of my daily rambles, which I didn't get to do <laughs> didn't get to do um, Thursday or Friday, but um, I had thought about doing like a Saturday sports segment. Also, still doesn't have a name, so we're going to go nameless Saturday, Viking sports time, and that's what we're going to do today, so not sure how long it's going to go. I, I imagine we're not going to go over 30 minutes, but... This will be a little bit because I I really do enjoy sports a ton, and you know five years ago if I'd done a podcast it would have been all sports really and entertainment. So the fact that like I'm doing I'm just now doing an episode that sports is pretty funny, but there are things that play that kind of steer me away from it. So today, so with these episodes they're going to be kind of more like the daily ramble, a little bit more off the cuff. Um, I'll I'll have a little bit to pull from, but. Overall, it's not, um, you know, there's not separate segments necessarily. I'm just going to kind of talk about what's been happening currently. So if you're just tuning in late, it is July 9th, 2018. So day after Golden State Warriors won their first uh, back-to-back championship and their third in four years. And all I can think of right now, I had a bit of a revelation was This must be because for me, I'm really over the NBA finals, at least like the NBA overall is still interesting. But when it comes down to like who's winning the championship, I don't even care. I watched maybe a total of three quarters at most. That's probably an overestimation. Three quarters of the NBA finals. And I mean, like, as in, yeah, not three fourths of it, not three out of four games. No, no, no. Out of four games, that's four quarters. That's 16 quarters of play. And I watched three of them, less than a fifth. Um, And, you know, a couple of them were probably just by proximity. So that's how out of tune and out of caring I was for this. Um, Like most non-LeBron who I'm actually sort of a fan, but like not, you know, it's not, I've not been like a LeBron fan. It's more like a fan of how great he is and his, and like mad respect for the dude. Seriously, he is the greatest. Um, and th- what's funny is that's still a b- debatable topic for me, but I I might get to that later. Um, but I'm not a fan of the LeBron James and definitely not a fan of Golden State Warriors. Um, I hold my allegiance elsewhere, uh, not to give it away, but I'm a bit of a Thunder fan. And so, the, you know, and people are going to, people might sit, come at me and say, well, you know, it's just because you hate him just because Kevin. No, I hated him before that. I hate them even more. And the biggest reason though, that why oh, I don't hate them. Cause what they're doing, it's like, you can't argue with the results. Like say, I would say I was in the opposite boat and it was like, okay, so built this great dynasty and they win, you know, they go 73 and nine or, or, and, uh, 70, you know, the uh, 72 and seven, eight, whatever they went, 73 and seven, I believe is what they went. Because there's 80 games, I can't math right now. But you know, and, and they we had that season. And we wanted one, you know, win win the chip, and then we win three out of four after we get another, you know, superstar. I'd be rolling, and I'd be like, "This is unbelievable! This is unbelievable!" But the thing is, I could also, I think, empathize and identify with the non-fans who trying to come at it from like a. I'm trying to come at it from a general sports fan fan. Yeah. Just a general sports fan. So somebody not necessarily like cutting all the ties to where my allegiances and my personal bias are like, well, I don't like them personally, but no, just as a fan of competitive sports, especially if you're going to talk professional, which the NBA is the tip top of the basketball pyramid by a long shot. And there's a huge gap between them and everything else. And, you know, trying to just trying and from that aspect, I even When I look at it from there, I'm like, man, I really am disinterested. Like I have no interest. Like it's one thing to be like, my team's not in it, so I really don't care. But you know what happens most of the time? Still watch it and still enjoy it. Like I watch all the series up until then, and the Boston Cleveland series was great. Um, the Philly Boston series, like they were all great, and I'm not necessarily fans of them, but I'm a fan of competition. And I'm a fan of you know what sports kind of stand for and are. And the problem that is being displayed here is like we've seen in football for the past like 15 years road to the championship goes through the patriots well in basketball the road to the championship goes through golden state right now and like and and what what it creates is this dichotomy that it's either you're a patriots fan or you hate them almost and or at least when it comes to the championship it's like so, you know, you're a Gold State fan or you hate them. And so it's either – it's it doesn't matter who's on the other side of things. It could have been Philly. It could have been Boston. It could have been, you know, whoever. And you're going to have this – I feel like almost the majority are going to be for the underdog team there because it's funny. As humans, we get tired of seeing the same thing as far as competitive sports go. Like if there's somebody always winning, we're like, man, I want to see that guy taken down. And it's, it's something about – I don't know if it's an underdog or just, you know, we – we naturally, if I think it maybe comes back to we're not at the top, so we don't, you know, so we want to take down whoever's at the top. You know, we all want to be at the top, and then when you're at the top, you're like, I want to stay here. So I think that's the competitive nature. But what's good, for instance, I'm going to go back to football. Is we will I will say this: the the AFC goes through the Patriots for the most part. I mean, they've been in the mix. The last 15 20 years as long as Tom Brady's been here so you know basically the past two decades and there there's there's a there's a built system there and I respect the heck out of it but a lot of times what it comes is let's not win, let the Patriots win the Super Bowl however coming out of the other side you know there's been a, a a number of different teams and then but then we've seen years where it's two totally new teams that that come to it all and it's and it's pretty you know and it's exciting whereas right now St like Stan in basketball, the East is so weak, you can guarantee whatever team LeBron's on is going to is gonna go. He can LeBron, as I will say, using this as an action verb. He will LeBron them to the finals. Just like he LeBroned this very mediocre. Now, don't get me wrong. These guys are good. But overhauling your entire roster midseason and then be like, oh, let's do this. I think we see, and I'm going to give credit to Colin Coward for enlightening me in this way. Um, cause I'm, I'm hit or miss with that guy. I like some of the stuff he says, but I like, but I don't like other stuff. And I mean, that, that's how it goes with everybody, but he, he talked about you, you have, you know, the systematic winning he goes and and look at, look at Cleveland without LeBron and just look at that team and that build. And like, would they be good? I would say they wouldn't even make the playoffs. They might actually in the East, they might be able to, cause the East is weak put them in the West, not a chance. They're bottom of the pile. And so that's, that's the telltale sign, like, is you can identify, and th- and they were talking about, you know, why he would leave, and it's because it's, he is such a key factor for their good, and this could go for a lot of teams, I understand how you kind of stretch and work this, but the, real, the big point I'm trying to get at is, Cleveland is not a, like, winning organization. Cleveland as a city, as a sports city, is not, their teams are not built for winning. Look at the Browns, they're total trash, and it's the same story every year with them, it's New quarterback and maybe a couple other talented guys, and we're going to turn this around. It's like, no, the problem is the front office, the system, the culture, everything. Like, you need to overhaul top to bottom and start fresh, start new, and you need to build the foundation for a winning system and being perennially good. Even, and then, so superstars aren't necessary, although say I think they're necessary to win a championship. But as far as like at least being good, being competitive, no, you have a system that works well. And even if you just have a bunch of ragtag guys, like, you're gonna win some games. You're gonna be pretty good. You play make the playoffs type scenario. Uh, but I'm getting I'm getting off track here. My original thought was: Is this what it was like for non bull fans in the '90s? Like I, because we all look back on it, we're like, whoa, this great feat. You know, they won six titles in those two years that he was gone. They would have won as well. Like they literally won they would have won like nine or eight titles. That's eight years. And so if you look at it as a decade from 1990 to 2000, that's 10 years right there. And eight titles going to one team. Like we looking back on it because that wasn't my, you know, that wasn't my time for sports. I was so young was, I mean, I kind of was there for the back half of it, but not really. Like I didn't pay attention that well. And like most kids and I just think, that, because I'm, I'm almost like putting myself. I'm like, oh, this maybe is what it's like. Because I'm like, oh, I'm sick of them went in and it runs through them. Well, you know, after two or three, that's what everybody. If you weren't a Bulls fan in the '90s, that's how you had to feel. Was well, well, the West. I mean, I guess we went through uh, Utah a lot of times and um, Houston as well, but you had that's what that's how you had to feel it was like all right you know the west had some you know there are two or three teams in the west so it was competitive and that's what i like but you had to know that the championship ultimately went through jordan like they went through that team it went through the bulls and as a fan you had to i bet after you know the third or the fourth and maybe people kept tuning back in because it was the disbelief of the things that you know were being done that no way they're going to do this again but You know, that they would get tired and be like, I'm so sick of this. And it, it's, I, this is a funny thought. Maybe it's just me, but this is a funny thought just because we romanticize the 90s Bulls so much and we're in shock and awe. We're like, this is incredible. Like, and it's almost like this golden arrow that we, that we've painted this picture of. But then we look at our time, we're like, this is so stupid. And I'm like, well, this is almost identical to what was happening back in the 90s. Sure, it was a different brand of basketball and things were, you know, rules were a little bit different. And maybe it was a little different, middle, little bit different because it was like Michael and then he had this team and it was Phil Jackson with his magical coach. And I mean, but we're kind of seeing a lot of the same. Same with the Warriors. I think I think the big difference here though is Michael wasn't the those Bulls weren't a totally stacked, like they weren't a totally jacked team in the sense of Steph Curry, one of the best shooters, if not the best shooter of all time, doing stupid stuff. Klay Thompson, best one of the top, like I'm gonna say top five spot-up shooters ever, can get boiling lava hot and and just melt faces. And then now you have Kevin Durant. You have this, this enigma of a player. You know he's seven foot, but he plays like a guard. And but then you know his length, and so he, his shot is unguardable. And he has one of those smoothest strokes. Like he's just one of the best all around scorers, and a former MVP, former MVP in Steph as well. And then you have Draymond, this the guy that you love if he's on your team but you, but if he's not on your team you absolutely hate him. So, I got respect for him in that standpoint, but he's not on my team. So, hate him. Uh, but you know, this this undersized kind of got nothing to lose, emotional leader who I think I think I think he's an all-star. I'm not going to call him a superstar, but he's an all-star. And then you have and you have, you know, so you really have four four all-stars, two superstars, four all-stars. All on one team like all in their primes because I know that the Bulls saw some guys kind of on the on the end of their prime, but I and maybe I'm wrong. And I'm yeah, you know, I should have looked into this, but oh well, we're here now. I just don't think we've seen because I don't think we've really ever seen maybe outside of like Showtime Lakers would have been the last time we saw a team with just like this much talent just stacked into it. Well, I guess Miami, but even then, like they weren't. Like Chris Bosch was kind of like an underwhelming star. D Wade was he he was still kind of in his prime, but he you know he wasn't that 06, 07, 08 flash Wade and LeBron's just LeBron. But what I'm what I'm trying to get to in a very roundabout way, sorry, but that's what we do when we ramble. Is I, there's a, there's a key difference because we're looking at you know this we're comparing this to the Bulls of the '90s and how non Bulls fans felt about basketball then at least the championship and you know they had to kind of be sick of it and maybe they lost a lot of tuning tuning out and here's the thing and and i think it's you know it's romanticized by the by the by the bulls side of things because it was this amazing feat and that maybe you know in 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 15 years 10 next decade we're going to look back on this and that's how it's going to be is you know look at the warriors and all this stuff especially if you know if they win uh, two more or whatever and they you know win five out of six or five out of seven or something like that, you know, look at that and be like, wow, it's amazing feat." But to actually live in that time, you, you get a different story and a different perspective of this really sucks. Like, seriously, I've watched the NBA finals every year. Like even the last few years, like I've, I've always like, I'm like, Hey, it's the NBA finals, the championship, it's competitive. But this year I knew I was like, nah, golden state's got it. LeBron had to drag this team through the East and, So, Golden State has it packed down because it's just this unbeatable gauntlet that's like, oh, because we saw it. Steph and Clay disappeared. So, Kevin dropped 43 points. Kevin maybe has a quiet night. So, Steph drops 35 points and Clay has another 20 points. And, like, you know, Draymond will have uh, just a crazy stat line. Like, and shoot, maybe, you know, Steph or KD kind of our, our average, well, then Clay will have a quarter where he drops, you know, 25 points and goes eight for 10 from three. Like there's, there's always something there. It's like a check and a balance, you know, there's always one guy's off then the other guys. And whereas most teams, if you have one guy off, you might have some other guys pick up the slack, but it's not like superstars for superstar, you know, you might have a role player who gets 20 points instead of, you know, eight. And then your, your other star might, might pick up an extra five points and that'll make up for the, for the lack of play. But like, it's just, how do you compete with that? And you, you, you don't is the, is the simple answer. Like until we have a code breaker type system or just team makeup that matches up so well that they can totally throw them off their game. Like you're not going to see anything new. I will say that the light at the end of the tunnel is that they can't keep this up for forever. Like this won't last much longer because they're going to, I believe they're close to, or they're going to get in the luxury tax and they're going to worry about contract issues. And eventually guys, you know, once they kind of, you know, get a few chips on the unit, it's like, all right, I'm going to have time to make my money and kind of go on my team and leave my mark there, you know? But I, but I don't know is in summation. I just think I'm just like, man, this has to be what it felt like to be in the nineties against Jordan after especially after the first couple like maybe they were like i ah, know he does a three-peat but after three and then you know what he left for two years and then he came back and he did another three like you're just like this is insane no way like you had to get sick of it by that by that fourth and fifth and sixth year and kind of like the way the patriots have been but he, my thing is, is like i'm already sick of it now and particularly because here, here's the big thing for me i'll say this at the end of the day at the end of the day, all right, I'm going to gonna. I'll look to football. Even though the Patriots are always in it, it's usually pretty competitive. We saw an amazing comeback against Atlanta. The Eagles-Patriots game, which I'm an Eagles fan, fly, Eagles, fly, was awesome. Like, it was, It they're great competitive game. So, taking personal bias out of it, we love seeing, I love seeing competition. And I think we all love seeing, like, competition, like, actually kind of the wonder of, you know, who's going to win it? Oh, who's going to win it? Like, I went to the Stanley Cup because I have ties to that team and, or Vegas, the Vegas team, and that was an awesome story, you know, an expansion team going to the finals like that and having this awesome Cinderella story, and they ended up getting gentlemen swept, which isn't a whole lot better, but I think that just comes to, they got there and Ovechkin came back and it was a whole thing, but that's how turned off I was from the NBA finals. We're trying to put all personal bias aside. We, end of the day, as a you know, the quintessence of, of sports fan is competition. Even if you see one or two of the same teams in the championship several years in a row, you want to see good competition. Because that's what made the other one so exciting, you know, with, with the Kyrie shot and stuff like that. Cleveland made a 3-1 comeback. And then, um, you know, last year was a was a riveting series. But this year, 4-0, 4-0. Oh, we only played four games for the NBA Finals, and my thing is, you know, the NBA has to be pissed about that because it only helps them if things can go seven games, especially the finals, because then it, that's longer time that you have to of of broadcasting and whatnot, and then. You know, so that's gonna be more money, more revenue, and then that's gonna be more traction on the media for you guys. Is you know, oh going, to, you can have all this build up, all this promo, all this awesome stuff. But then when you go 4-0, people are like, ah. Eh. Especially once it went three zero, and then I I kind of just blipped in, and then third quarter, and they got it by twenty. I was like, yep, I'm out, and I did something else. But I just want to look at these scores here. So game one, one twenty four to one fourteen. All right, ten points. Most people look at that and be like, oh, it was a blowout. No, 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 ten points can happen in the last you know minute or so because you say you miss a bucket and then you you know you get a stop but then you miss the bucket and it's only a three point game so you have to foul so it's five and so on and so forth. Then one twenty two one zero three, so that's a nineteen point game in game two. That was a blowout. So there's your interest lost again. Game three one ten to one zero two. That was kind of riveting. I was in Cleveland, but game four is one zero eight to. 85 23 points to seal it and for that little bit i tuned in the third quarter i'll tell you it was abysmal the energy was lost from the Cavs, totally gone and LeBron was pissed and it's just like we all know like this impending doom type attitude it was it was so awful to see that like it made me sick and It made me, like, the interest for the finals is really gone. Now, I will say this. There's some interesting stuff that happened in the offseason, but really, ultimately, what I'm looking forward to is this, uh, this Golden State team needs to break up because I think it only bodes well for the NBA, for the league, for sports fans, for the sports world to get away from these, let's get three superstars and, you know, let's all get together and win so we can beat Golden State. No, no, no. How about this? How about we diversify a little bit Breaks them up, and then let's have, let's have a, let's have like four teams or maybe five teams that are kind of the top tier, blue bloods, if you will, or whatever, who can, where it's like, hmm, any one of them could win the championship. Like, we're going to see two of them battle it out, but like any one of these four teams who kind of win it. Maybe, maybe there's one or two that kind of have a, have a definite advantage for, say, let's say, you know, the LeBron teams, where it's like, they're going to be in the finals. But nobody is just like surefire to win as you know as is what we're seeing now and to just to go 4-0 to see all this I think you know that's ultimately what needs to happen we just I'm just I'm just sick of it and it really took the life out of me and the breath out of me as a sports fan I just oh my gosh but I had that thought and then i you know, about the, this must be what they felt like. But I think it was even different. I think it was still even competitive then because six, I think six games or five games was the shortest one then. And that's still a good competitive series, but to just go 4-0 and only have one team win and then win handily, except for really one game. Maybe, maybe two, but I like I said I didn't watch, so I don't know (laughs) if that was a you know where they was at ten points and they never really closed the gap, you know, under seven, or you know maybe it was close and then they pulled away in the last couple minutes kind of deal where you hit some big shots, got some stops, yada yada. But that's that's I didn't mean for that to be my only ramble or my only topic, but it just it's just so interesting, disconcerting, like it's not a good way to go at all and you know people may criticize me well you're not a golden state fan so as a golden state fan, and i'm i'm, I'm, I'm telling you i'm not talking as a personal bias here I'm talking as just a general sports fan even if you are a golden state fan you have to know a the breakup is inevitable because you dip the luxury tax and it, that thing compounds year and year you can only afford that maybe two to three years max the other thing is Think about it from this standpoint. Like when you do something like, say like you're playing, you're a full grown human. You're playing like a seven year old in basketball and it's on like an eight foot goal. Like it's only so fun to dominate for so long. And then you're like, oh, like I'll let him win. I'll do this. And then, but like, you don't care really, you know, there's no real, real vigor there. And like, maybe for a second we you're like, oh, I can dunk on somebody. I can block a couple shots. But after that, like, it's just, it's so easy. And it's like, it, that's, it loses it, you know, it becomes no fun. And I'm not saying that's becoming that way for them. I'm sure they're loving it and living life. You know, you are the, you are running the NBA, like running the NBA and you know, you gotta, you gotta love that and want to hold out, but it just, I, I, I've convinced myself during this episode that this is, this is different than what non-Bulls fans fell in the 90s. Maybe on, like, the surface, it was same. Like, the annoyance, kind of the same with, like, the Patriots. Like, I'm tired of the Patriots being good. But, all in all, if there's still competition, I'm still going to watch, you know? I'll still tune in. I might be tired of it, but I'll still tune in. And Because here's the thing. If there's competition, like, Patriots can lose. The Bulls can't, could lose, <laughs> but they didn't, you know? But right now, it's, like, so stacked against, the odds are so stacked, you look at Golden State and you're like, they can't lose. Like, they can't lose. And that, when you see this wall of impending doom, you're just like, well, what do I do? You know, just go out fighting, I guess, is the only thing I can do. So, that just happened in sports. But I'm looking forward to the draft. That'll be fun. Me and my friends uh, like to watch the draft a little bit. So, in other news, though, for if you care about hockey at all, The Capitals won their first Stanley Cup 3-1, 4-1, math. But the Golden Knights are the real story here because expansion team first year, and they made it to the Stanley Cup. No team in like 35, 50 years, I don't know, has done that. So you want to talk about amazing. That's amazing. And it was still, although I watched the last game and a half, the Knights were obviously undermatched, but like there was still the fight and the competition there. Gaps got on a nasty streak in game four. And it was scary. They got up like five. 0 and oh my gosh. But I think that about does it for the what did I label this? Vikings Vikings Saturday sports talk. No, I didn't do the alliteration. Oh, that's what made me the Viking sports ramble. And it's where we You know, that's what we're covering is a comparison from the current climate of the NBA to the 90s in terms of the finals, and that's really all we looked at today. There was something else I wanted to talk about, and I'm not going to take this out uh, over 30 minutes or much over 30 minutes, so if I don't think of it here in the next few seconds, we're just going to cap it off for today, but, you know, that's that's really what I saw, and I actually, um, you know, threw something up. Vague uh, on social media and it got a little bit of traction, which is big for me because I don't do a lot on social media. So that was, that was interesting. But anyways, uh like comment, subscribe. Ugh, nope. Not going to say that. Can't do it. Make your own choices about what to do. I will, I'll tell you this. If you like something, it's good to support it. So if you like this, you think about help me out. Flip and share it with your friends, dummies. That's your life tip for the day. Share it with your friends so they can listen, so I can get more listeners. And then maybe someday I'll have a nice listener base and, you know, this will become a little bit more official. We'll get guests on, do interviews. It'll be a whole fun thing. But end of the day, just me rambling to the internet and I got a few friends that like to listen. So, and maybe they don't even like to listen. They just listen because they're good friends. But for that, I thank you. And I will... um, Probably be back on Monday. We'll see how things pan out. For more daily ramble, look forward to my next episode on Wednesday, which is The Rambling Viking. And that is just what I'm calling regular episodes. Uh, I'm thinking about calling them The Voyage, but that's really the segment in it. But just be episode five, I do believe. And yeah, I've got another few things in the works. So. Stay frosty, ride the lightning. Don't let anybody tell you how to live your life. You make your own adult decisions. But hey, let's, if we're going to make some decisions, let's, for the most part, let's try and be courteous to others about it. But if not, I mean, just be a Viking about it because they definitely weren't courteous to others. So I will talk to you next time. Everybody have a great weekend. Really mad. I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, well, Viking out.